Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Woo! Matt. Woo! Strange. And this is... Soon to be released due to budget cuts. <laughs> <Your. laughs> How are you both doing? Uh, I'm tired. Uh, I'm, I'm in an interesting week in wrestling. For once, I'm not distracted with Beast Men or fucking D and D or anything like. That. Today, it's uh, been a fucking interesting week in wrestling, boys. Oh, wrestling. How about you? Uh, Every day, I've been like, oh shit. Been playing the new Rimworld DLC as a cannibal cult. That's pretty fun. Uh, what else have I been doing? Not much else. Busy at work. New work role's very tiring. Yeah, I've... I've, I've... Hey, you've had a shit time, haven't you? Yeah, you've been busy, like two people at work currently, so yeah. Ah, similar day than I had yesterday. Yeah, family. Hence why we're recording this a bit late. Right. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so, um... Let's start off with the news. Um, Mr. Strange, I think you should cover our first piece due to... Um... Um, Ric Flair has asked for and received his release from the Dub Z, would you believe? Rick fucking Flair. Uh, like we know he likes jumping ship and such like. Um, this is Ric Flair. He was apparently unhappy with his storyline with Lacey Evans. He, he thought it was weird and uh, didn't agree with it. But Vince pushed it through. Ric Flair thought the plot line was too weirdly pervy. Helicopter dick Ric Flair went, no, this is weird. We should all, should all think about that for a moment. Should think about what we've done. Yeah. There's also rumours that he's been, actually he was released, but... I don't know where that went to at the time, because I only saw that recently. Uh, yeah. I mean, if he doesn't come in as a wingman, I don't give a fuck. And apparently. Honest, if he comes in as pinnacle, I don't care. Apparently, he has talked with Tony Khan before, and Tony Khan said he would never make him an offer if he was like released or trying to poke him because he knows how tight he is with Dub to be. Yep. On the other hand, Ric Flair does like jumping company he every now and then. You've got to remember that. Yeah, he Ric is. Flair. Ric Flair and the wingmen would make my fucking year. It would be the best shit in the world. Yes, mate. Yeah, I mean, he's... Oh, sorry, I just managed to smack myself in the mouth of my mic. Uh, he is like the one <laughs> we're missing... We're professional people. Oh, we're so professional. Uh, he's kind of like the one missing of, of the four horsemen. Isn't he? Dubs. Isn't he just... And he is the... I you think know. you'd be cooler not to play into that and just put him with the wingman, you know? <laughs> I think, you know, for once, we could just not have that nostalgia pop and actually try and make something new in wrestling. I know it's a far-fetched idea, guys, but... <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, uh, next bit of news, let's move on from Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, um... Uh, just a short one. Uh, we'll discuss this a little bit later. Cash Wheeler injured in the impact match he had, um, but just like a total freak accident, the injury. Yeah, he his arm open on a buckle hook, didn't he? Yeah, from what I something ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, just proper freak accident. 
Um, moving on from that, Mr. Muir, do you want to do the big one? Or what I consider to be the big one of our releases? It is the big one. I'm so baffled by this, guys. Mate! It literally hurts my accountancy brain. Like, why would you release Bray? Like, Bray Wyatt's been released by the by WWE. It literally baffles me because he easily makes his salary back, you know, on merch. There's no arguing this point, right? What if? What if we gave his gimmick to a Harley Quinn cosplayer and then fired him instead? But just just so for an times that she's actually ruined the gimmick, you know, <laughs> and making no money from it. So, yeah, so um, I like uh, that particular female wrestler. The only reason I'm not saying her name is because it will spark off that voice that lives in my house. Um, Lily? Yeah. Lily lives I, in your house. Yeah, yeah. I have a, um, I have one of those, those, um, yeah, 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 yeah things that have. has the same name as her. Miss um, Bliss. Bliss. Yeah. yeah, just call her Miss Bliss. Yeah, Miss Bliss. Well, I've got no problem with her. She's but... really good. She's grown on me. I, I even liked when they were doing them together. I like her variation on the gimmick, but why give the whole thing to her because... when it was his? Vince and is mad. It's Vince not is literally insane. At the weird... Nobody likes this gimmick. Guys, I've got good news, though. We can put aside all this bad booking and now know... Bray and his brother can come in to continue their father's plot by being IRS. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Evil tax men. Evil tax men would make me happy. I mean, uh, I, I Bre- appreciate, you know what everyone's expecting. Uh, so, no? what new, is everybody expecting? New leader for the Dark Order. No, no. Evil Uno's been tweeting about this shit. He even put out his, tw- his tweet was: "Wrestler is released. They should join Dark Order." Yeah. Repeat. And his last tweet was: "Ric Flair should join Dark Order." Yes, lad. Ric Flair can do it. I am happy for Ric Flair to do anything that isn't Horseman related. I'll be excited for it. But basically, um, the other one that I found funny that happened uh, last night's Raw was them piping in the crowd because the Chicago crowd was too rowdy for them to actually have them on the show. They were only chanting Bray. We want Bray and CM Punk. Punk. (laughs) Seth Rollins is the only person who's ever owned the CM Punk um, chant in one promo and they were chanting over him and he just went, I tried calling him, guys. He didn't want to show up. And they sort of went, oh, and I was like, ah, ha, ha, good work, That's Seth brilliant. Rollins. I, I've, I've got to say, to be fair, um, Stephanie cut it off once really well. And The Rock, I think, is the one who won it by actually calling CM Punk in the middle of the ring. Oh, fuck, he did, didn't he? Yep. Oh, and Punk said rock. the only reason, because I happened to be watching the bit with The Rock, and the only reason he didn't answer was because... Um, he was in the elevator on the way down and he had no signal. He was Aww. taking his dog for a walk and he said, I got Aww. out the elevator downstairs and my phone is on fire with people going, why aren't you answering your phone? Why aren't you answering your phone? And it's like, what's going on? I've got a missed call from... What's this number? Hang on. <laughs> I know this number. It's my good buddy, Dwayne. <laughs> um, so... But yeah, Bray, back on back onto Bray Wyatt. Um, it's... <sighs> 
Going for creative. Done. I don't give a shit if he's in the ring or not. You can write plot. Off you go, lad. You're great. Yeah. Um. I, th I think Impact is actually the better place for him to go. Yeah, no fair. They enjoy a bit more craziness. Khan, uh, well, Tony Khan doesn't actually like spooky bollocks. He apparently he was he wished he hadn't let Matt Hardy teleport. I wish he hadn't let Matt Hardy yeah. teleport. Yeah, he wishes that he hadn't done that because it doesn't fit in his in the AEW canon. And I understand why they did it, but yes. Um, so yeah, I think he's better. I think Bray would be better suited in Impact. Moving on. Another piece of interesting news we've got. Um, Adam Cole's contract apparently expired in July. People in Dub Z thought it expired in December. Best Dub Z. <laughs> um, I imagine it, it, he will show up, I'd guess. Uh, I can't say I'm excited for him showing up personally. I'm sure he's good, but he doesn't do anything for me that we don't have other wrestlers that... I appreciate it more, but he's one of their core crew. On the other hand, he is personally sponsored by Shawn Michaels and the other place, so... Um, bigger than uh... that, actually. Bigger than that. He's currently massively sponsored by... He's Triple H's boy. But having seen the way that um, Vince has Rips treated the uh, NXT champion in his under three minute loss to Jeff Hardy on his big debut... Amazing. Um... Yeah, Vince doesn't care about NXT. Um, oh. Yeah, so uh, Cole, all of his best mates are there. We will see Adam Cole in AEW at some point, I feel, if it continues on. Mainly because all of his mates are there and his, um, his significant others there. I don't think they're married, I can't remember, so I'm just going to be vague on that. Um, like all people over six foot, like me and Adam Cole are. <laughs> <laughs> and me! Yeah. <laughs> Um, I I don't care. I, I I can't be. I can't pretend to care. I'm sorry. He's just like all the rest of them. They're all just. <laughs> the, he's just the same as all the other Shawn Michaels wannabes. I just don't care. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a lovely guy and all, but I just don't care. He is probably the nicest guy in wrestling, apparently, from Shawn most reports. He could be, and I take nothing against him, but I just don't care. I'm sorry, mate. I just can't care. I've got to admit, I, I, I would pop for Cole. I, I really like Adam Cole. From That's the good. Work I'm glad people would be happy that he turned up. Don't get me wrong. I just don't Rant care. Rant of the week with Nick Muir. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what am I meant to say? Do you want me to lie? I'm kind of on board with you, but not to a point of being angry. I'm like, he's another bearded flippy man with long hair. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's just too many people on the show. So, Ugh. anyway, um, that's our news. I'm not going to do the other little piece of news I've got. Um, I'll, I'll save that because it's related Ooh. to somebody we spoke about last week a lot. <laughs> and I know you two will get angry if I bring him up. Um, so, uh, moving on, social media. Uh, Mr. Strange, I believe you've got something for us. I'm right, I do. It's my absolute favourite thing that's happened in wrestling this year. Mm. No, we don't get the American adverts. Oh, um, of course, yeah. So, during the final match of last week's Dynamite, a Domino's advert came up on the screen. 
Domino's got very, very upset that their pizzas were being advertised at the same time that a man was cutting another man's head with open with a pizza cutter. <laughs> so they've they've complained to TNT and to AEW, and the official complaint got leaked on the internet. TNT doesn't give a shit. The ratings were through the roof. They were like, yeah, good work, boys. More of this crazy shit. Now, on every single Domino's post on Twitter, be it, oh, we've got a deal on it. Oh, why not share a pizza with your fat? There's just gifts of Nick Cage. Gifts of Nick Cage cutting people with up cutters. Gifts of Nick Cage <laughs> shaping MDK all day. Abs Blue Ribbon were like, fuck yeah, we'll sponsor death matches. And have started linking it and cutting. They're posting on all of the uh, Domino's things as well. They can't post anything without it being about cheap redneck beer and pizza cutters. It's wonderful. It's well worth a look just to see. Just to see what humanity can do when it comes together to bring down mediocre expensive pizzas. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently um, someone else, finger on the pulse, uh, Matt Cardona, who won the... Uh, the big GCW. the GCW title the other night uh, tweeted a picture of him eating a Domino's. Lad. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good at the minute. He's back on form. Right, moving on from there, let's kick off our reviews of the week. As always, we are currently only reviewing BTE and Dynamite due to Dark and Dark Elevation just being still squash matches. Squash matches. Um, though it's only 45 minutes long, Dark last week so i might oh, watch it oh yeah. it's a real dark it's a real you dark. Missed Taz and excalibur i missed Taz and excalibur yeah that's um, the thing uh, i might uh oh a treat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i might, might treat myself and then regret it so uh we start off as always with bte or being the elite uh total honesty here i watched this really early last week i think after we did the recording and kind of regretted it because i don't remember much about it i'll be fine Right. Well, I so didn't watch it at all, so you can okay, speed through fantastic. me off. Right, the Elite send out Brandon after Cav has just won a match on Dark. Uh, all you get is Gallows just looking through the like curtain watching what's happening. And he's just like, oh, this ain't good. He's getting his ass kicked and shit like oh, I that. I did watch it. I did watch it. <laughs> he goes, this is like the first time I masturbated <laughs> was his first line that was great. And then <laughs> then he just keeps watching and goes, This is he isn't good at fighting all coming <laughs> And then Gallows has to go out to save him at the end of it, which, you know, I just enjoy. Nice. Uh then we get more elite shit I just written down because you know, the generic elite shit. Yeah, uh yeah, then we come to Lever, Lever Bates who's supporting the Dark Order's ban, trying to get them back on the show. Mostly because she likes Reynolds, but you know, she is trying her best. Then we move on to the Wingman segment, which I fucking loved. They were looking for the lady. Uh, Peter Avalon has fallen in love with the lady in red. That's his brilliance. Uh, so first of all, they obviously think of red velvet. Can, can because, I just can know. I just cut across quick? Did you work out who it was? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't just me, and I think that made it funnier for me. Yeah. So then they all go on about how pretty red velvet is. Then I think it's Kylan King is the second one that they think it is. And then it turns out, obviously, to be Abaddon. The wingmen go over to try their best and she bombs up. So they all run away. 
which I thought was brilliant. Uh, then we move on to Marco doing the BTE champ stuff. <laughs> Actually, sorry, the segment's called BTE Championship with Carl Anderson's randomly in the background. I'm going to get the title correct, sorry. Uh, it's a handstand contest and Marco wins. It's just very generic. Then we get the two voices that I can never remember the name of, where the hand-pointing voices that have been the staple for ages, who actually go over how many cages there are in AEW, which actually made me laugh, because that's something we've always discussed about Christian Cage and Brian Cage in a cage and shit like that. So yeah, it was a solid C episode from me. Yeah, it was alright. Now, now you've reminded me of it. It was enjoyable enough. No, I've got more notes, sorry. I'm oh, being box, useless. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my notes fell apart just as I picked it up. Uh, Kenny is then trying to get rid of his beard. And obviously he gets cut away again. Uh, and then he screams, come on, Don, you got to come cut a promo for me because I don't know how. As he runs yes. off, which was brilliant. <laughs> then we go to the HH segment, which was climbing. He's climbing up somewhere. He then does the incantation to turn the cream into a weird vial and then offers the cream up, which then turns back into cursed cream. And then it was Cream Mountain all along, apparently. So this is going somewhere, I guess. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm enjoying it. Uh, then Brandon... Gets his uh, blackmail video, which is him trying on the Dark Order mask from, like, two years ago. So, they cut back to this, and then we get the Dark Order segment that they forced him to put on. Which is, Ted has lost Colt. He let him go somewhere, and he's just run off. (laughs) Uh, But Ten also has ten matches on Tinder, so it's okay. (laughs) Then Dark Order argue over who gets the... tag shot when uh, they win the match, the five man uh, they all go on for ages and then Hangman just walks in and says that it's going to be TJ that get the shot if anybody gets it which yeah. made me laugh then when Hangman walks in he says about having to reshoot the sex scene for some reason <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah he did, he's one of them now mate, yeah. he's one of them uh and then they offer up the clothes to him that obviously he wore for the match. Yeah, it's Absolutely. solid. I enjoyed this. I still think it's a solid say from my notes. And I don't know if you've got anything else to add to it, but it was all right. I I really liked the Dark Order segment and I have missed them. But I think having a couple of weeks off them really helped. Yes. Um, uh-huh. and, I, and I loved the little mark out moment with the they've given him a present and you didn't quite see what it was but you had an idea what it was yeah that we'll discuss in a couple of moments imminently yeah very imminently so yeah i I agree i think it was a c i think maybe a high c for me i did enjoy having the dark order back when you added those extra bits yeah definitely yeah so moving on aw dynamite review time uh fight for the fallen J.R. Excalibur and Shivoni on commentary with Don Callis joining them for the first match. And it's the 10-man elimination. Dark Order and uh, Hangman versus the Elite. 
it goes in this order. Reynolds is eliminated. Carl Anderson is eliminated. Gallows and Grayson do a double count out. Uno is eliminated. John Silver is eliminated. Mac Jackson is eliminated. And then Hangman is eliminated. Um, what did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? Oh boys, it's a big one to talk about. First, yep. we've got to comment on the intros, obviously. That fucking Dark Order intro was phenomenal. The hand signals, the Dark Order coloured clothes for Hangman. I, it was cliche with all the cowboy bullshit, but I, I fucking love Western Tasinga. It was great. Sort of, uh, wicked. Uh, the missus did say that the Elite one was as good as the Dark Order's one, but it wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't, mate. Uh, it was fine, but it was also a sponsorship thing, and you know how that irks my uh, inner anarchist. Yeah, it was Apart from Callus's tiny shorts, they were fucking yeah. amazing. Oh, Gallo's just the best. Anyway, the match. Yeah, a lovely solid start. Bit clusterfucky. Obviously, it's going to be at the start, but we get a load of really cool counters. We get a suplex onto a crowd of people by Reynolds that wasn't wobbly. Uh... God, just so much happened. And uh, Anderson uh, hitting Gallows after there was a bit of back and forth there with an accidental move. The Beaver Boys combo move that we haven't seen in ages. You know, the knocks. It's suplex. great. It's just wonderful. Fatality. Silver versus Just Matt was fucking great fun. And it was a good sort of welcome back for Silver as well. We got back rakes, always please me. However, one little weird note in the middle. JR started talking about backbreakers like they don't happen. Was, oh, we used to have backbreakers back in the day. I was like, JR, they happen every match. Everybody yeah, loves backbreakers. Uh, the Elite ate a lot of shit for the mid part of the match, but that was bugging me at the time. But it, obviously, it turns back around for the ending. Um, we got to. It was that corkscrew drop Grayson did where he pretty much dropped himself on his fucking face. Um, but then he carried on like a beast because he's apparently just a war machine. And I quite like the double count out on Ga Grayson and Gallows. I didn't expect it. Yeah, it was solid. Who knows? Flatliner is one of the best fucking ones there is, and I love it. We got the silver ring charge, which he always does in his other matches. We got his ridiculous kicks, which they're great at. I did cringe at the indie taker basketball shot. I'm, uh, I'm afraid, boys. It was a bit too stupid for me. It was. But, you know. And we get down to the three-on-one against uh, Hangman. But it was cool, and I love the comeback. But there's just so much cheating. Just just get in the ring. At least at least at one point, I'd like the ref to go, could some of you just, just, just for a couple of seconds obey the tag rules? Uh, Dead-eye catch and drop out of nowhere was wicked. Uh, yeah, it was solid. Good. Um, but it wasn't... It was a good, exciting match with a lot of story, but I can't say all of the wrestling was super mind-blowing, so I gave it a high B. It didn't quite cross into A for me with the ringiness and some of the cliché-y stuff and some of the clusterfuckery bits. That's not to say it wasn't wicked and I didn't love it, but just didn't quite make an A for me. No, it was a B for me as well. Um, I enjoyed it, but it got very, very silly at the end. And, you know... It is what it is. It's always going to turn into indie, sh you know, their level of indie shitter. So, you know, I enjoyed it, though. And it was a B from me. 
So uh, two things. Firstly, I've just realised I forgot to do the bit in our intro where we talk about the tier list. It's all right. <laughs> People know it. Yeah. Um, love one off. Yeah. He's really good. Um, uh, so, yeah, it, interesting ending. I really enjoyed the match. High B from me. Um, you know I like this kind of clusterfuck bollocks anyway so you know it was always going to get a plus one from whatever it was actually was from me uh interesting ending with hangman losing and not getting um my thought on this is to because is to knock back hangman's winning the title so it doesn't happen that weekend in chicago oh yeah which is probably the best thing to do because he said it was too soon. We've all said it's too soon for Hangman to beat Kenny. So slow it down. Why not? Yeah. And, and, well, the, a lot of the the feed, fan feedback I've been reading online, a lot of them have been going, "Well, no, it should be happening at full gear anyway." That's Page's pay per view. So a lot of fans are thinking that full gear they see that as Hangman's pay per view and therefore the one that should actually happen at. Um, and obviously, you do not want Hangman, this guy you've been building up brilliantly, which was the other worry that he would, Hangman would finally get his win on the same night or the same weekend that Punk and Brian are probably going to debut. So shifting it means that you'll get Punk and Brian yeah. debut. That will pull eyes to the product. People, other people, can fall in love with Hangman, and you'll get more people being happy when Hangman finally wins a month, two months later. So mm-hmm. personally, I have no issue with Hangman losing. I actually think it was the right thing to do. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's better. It's better to pace a story. People are so mind fucking drawn into having to get all of the storyline exploded out to them in a month, so they can move on to the next wrestling story. Disney series, net, what, whatever mindless bollocks people are just drawn into now. Take some time. Appreciate the story. Let's go on a ride with this character. He's the best fucking actor they've got. I, I, I honestly think, as I say, certainly from the things I've read, a lot of a lot of other AEW fans or fans in general from the, the comment sections and things I've watched are actually in agreement with you, which is really nice to hear. People aren't after the instant gratification. Hooray! You know, they're all like, no, shouldn't be happening just yet. Oh, even better. And, oh, it was probably a sensible uh, move. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um, uh, then we had uh, Pac, Chavo Guerrero and Andre backstage segment. Any thoughts, scores? It's all right. I quite like Chavo yeah. explaining what a limo was. That made me laugh, but <laughs> otherwise, eh. Yeah. Skippable. It was all right. Um, yeah, there we are. Yeah. Following on from that, we had the FTW Championship Celebration. Thoughts? Uh, uh, I, I, I have a bunch of notes on this. Well, not a huge amount. Uh, I love Starks, obviously. Starks coming out. And obviously, I like a bit of New Orleans jazz, even if JR doesn't understand it. Uh, Hook, Taz and Starks are hilarious. Taz was doing that little dance that he got memed about on Twitter about. Starks with you can't hear me because you're inbred. Wonderful. And he just talked over the watch hand because his cadence doesn't match the rhythm of normal wrestling speaking. And that pleased me. The fucking face cage came out and he's got the Terminator drumming back. Uh, and he killed a trombone, man. I mean, he's legit dead. Uh, as a... As an overall section, it was fine. It's a C. It was enjoyable, but it really amused me. I, I love how dorky every member of that team is. I love 
having a ban just so Cage can end a trombonist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wonderful. He also killed the drum guy as well. But yeah, oh, yeah no, this, this is great. I enjoyed it. This is my level of shit. You know, I love Taz just dancing. Just stupid. Yeah, it was solid. I like these guys. I'm never going to be upset when I see them, generally. Hey, um, Raptor was um, a little a little offended at the... It was very clever and subtle New Day dig. Um, you don't have trombones in wrestling. Um, uh, which is, yeah, the New Day do have a trombone because Xavier yeah, yeah, Woods yeah. plays one. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good enough. It got the... Uh, got the... So now I'm just going to... I'm only saying this to take the piss, but uh, yeah, then some bloke from Japan did a promo. Hey, you can't you can't upset me any more than the show did. Oh, right. Okay, this mate, you don't need to. It's had a fucking S written next to it. I was writing the. My notes go the Ace. No, no, the fucking Ace wrestling yep. Tanner. If Tanner ends up on Dynamite, there is no longer doubt. I got really fucking excited. Then twenty minutes later, they go and Moxley. Oh, he's going. Francis going over to Japan to fight him. I'm literally my heart shattered. Yes, mate. I was so upset. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> to be fair, as me and the Raptor said, um, because we were quite looking forward to seeing Tanahashi, um, it's the fact that this forbidden door does need to be a two-way thing. I'm with you. But I know it's you know, a sucky for us. We no, don't get to see it. It's not sucky for us because I can still watch it. But don't go on to a show saying that I'm going to come and claim this belt on this show because that implies you're coming over here. It's like, no, he should challenge them to come over onto his turf and get their ass kicked. You know? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Maybe more of a fault of the promo than anything else. Yeah. Just yeah. the wording of the promo. I'll give it a C because it was technically fine and I have to put aside all of my heartbreak and hatred. Yeah. But it is another <laughs> it is a, it is another statement of showing the forbidden door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, following on from there, we had FTR with Tully versus the Proud and Powerful with Conan. FTR win. This is the match in which uh, Cash took the uh, rather nasty injury and th- seem to end a little bit sooner uh thoughts and scores i quite enjoyed this and i know nick's more cynical than me um i'm loving new uh spelt goblin ortiz him and wheeler had a pretty good start. i've started writing down their names so i know which one's which stop being uh, a loser yeah we get, get quite things. a good little technical sort of start we get um I've never seen somebody pull off a move which trips and makes somebody vault outside the ring before, so that was actually kind of nice and new. Yeah. Then we get a nice brawl between Dax and Santana, and those two can really go, and it sort of countered the technical wrestling before. We get some wicked stuff like the assisted sliced bread into the power bomb, which I think is awesome. Um, Her and Ortiz kept up the technical wrestling in uh, Picture in Picture, which was really solid. Blessed Santana knows that the Tope Con hero looks better than the Tope Suicida, and that's why he always has to pull them out to flex on people. I, I love Pride and the Powerful. They're one of my top tag teams. One of my absolute favourite if I was just going on in, in ring ability. Ash's step up swinging DDT, started pulling out more, is really good. There was a lot of it going on, and it was all God and solid, and I think they all work really well together. 
And um, I didn't notice the guy was out and injured. I just thought Bald was taking up most of the uh, fighting for a bit. But I do love that sheer drop brain buster. I think it looks wicked. And I gave it a B. I just... I don't know. Maybe I just expected too much from this. I just thought this was going to be a, you know, blow out the park sort of thing. And I gave it a high C. I just... I don't know. I just felt it felt very forgettable. I thought it felt very much, you know... Just a generic match. I don't know. Maybe it was more on me, but just really didn't feel this match. So I've I was really looking forward. This is one of the matches that I've been looking forward to since they started yeah. this feud. Um, FTR versus Proud and Powerful. Just like yes, this this is one of those three that I've been waiting for. There is one left um, for FTR to have um, in AEWs. Um, so I gave it a low B, but I think the reason that made it the generic match was because they pulled the ending due to the injury. I, I think feel. so too. Yeah, they shortened it, and I think that hurt it. So that's why it got a low B. Um, I I probably would have bought into the hype more and given it an A had that not happened. I can imagine it would have just... But I think it had to cut off a bit too soon. Uh, Raptor jumped on the internet straight away to find out what had happened, and that's where we found out about the ah, injury. Um, so, yeah, so it got, it got a B for me, but it was a low B. But And it's a bit unfair to give it that low B, but I've got to go with the match I was given, and even with the injury, unfortunately... I've I've got to knock a little bit off just because it shortened the match. Ooh. Um, but only on the score. If that Throw makes boys, sense. It's in the B still. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's all a B, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so following on from that, Britt Baker backstage promo. I thought she was announcing a new enforcer, but she was just shit talking. And she's great at that. I love Britain Rebel. More of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind her five right. minutes of show. Yeah. I mean, they give more to them than they do to the women's matches. So, you more know. on that later. Um, yeah, it was solid. It's solid Britain. What more can you ask for, really? She's great. Uh, yeah, Brit back to being a, an obvious heel. I think she is announcing a new enforcer. I think she is. I think they are announcing someone who's going to be her... Um... Ruby Riot? Oh, could be. I've been trying to think who it might be. Ruby Riot knows Peter Avalon, doesn't she? Because he's dressed up in her costume before. As people say, they look like alike. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know, I know, I know. Muir is always very down on bringing in lots of new talent, but bringing in some new women's uh, talent. That's... I'm fine with women's talent. Mate. Yeah, they I thought. Yeah, it's just generic male from Dub Z. Oh, great. Though if you can do with them what you did with Miro, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah, you know, you'll get a pass from us eventually. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ruby Riot, ooh, I'd be quite pleased with that because she's a bit good. But I imagine it'll be Sarah Logan, and you'll both go who? Yeah. It could be anyone who's going to be fired in the next month. Yeah, it could be anyone, mate. It could be Charlotte. We need to we need to get Darius Dial of Doom up in here to choose who's fired next. That's how they decide who they're releasing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Dario, we miss you. Right, moving on. <laughs> um, the Tony Khan big announcement. Any thoughts? Oh, God. Uh, how do they always manage to disappoint me with the big announcement? Tony Khan has a big announcement. Tony Khan doesn't come out to do his big announcement. 
The big announcement is the show we know that they were already having. Yeah. Um, the big announcement was the name of the show, which the audience picked up on. Straight yeah, it's just away. a CM Punk thing. Yeah. But... Yeah, we knew he was coming. There's If it hadn't been leaked all over the internet and there was a show in Chicago coming and stuff, it would matter. But instead of going, maybe CM Punk will be at the Chicago show, they've gone, well, he's definitely coming. And oh, look, the show you knew was coming is going to be in this place where CM Punk is from. Well, ah, what a great announcement. This, this, is, this is where it gets interesting. So moving on from that, we had a Darby Allen promo. Give your thoughts and I'll give a little bit of stuff that's I, happened well i'm amazed that he's calling out shane mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's bold if shane comes out i can't wait for it Borg, but... i don't i don't want to put down your favorite wrestler and this isn't a criticism against cm punk in or in any of the ironic ways that we like to rip on him yeah if they built up all of the hype cm punk with the best in the world and then here comes the money started playing. <laughs> I would mark the <laughs> shit out. Mate, I'd lose my mind. I'd be like, no. I, I will be honest, about three years ago, it might even be longer than that, when Shane McMahon came back, I watched that Raw, not live, You're but excited. literally knowing nothing. And the yeah. crowd pop was as loud as when Punk won. In Chicago, yeah. that pop for Shane. Shane was huge, and it was brilliantly done. He looks like done. my uncle Steve. <laughs> he looks like my uncle Steve. Now, so, sorry, back to the actual. Yeah. Thing. So, what did you guys think of the Darby Allen promo? And I will give you the the interesting insight. It's far too on the nose, but yeah, it is what it is. And Darby will probably be good with him. I think, uh, I think Derby's a good place for him to go. It gives him a connection to Derby and Sting. It means he's not pushed straight away into the big game picture, which is nice. Mm -hmm. They've got similar sort of indie, harder-hitting styles. They're going to be fine, but it's the least subtle thing. I've... Uh, it, it, so... That, so Darby did an interview after this or like a, a fan question thing and they asked him about it and he was like, oh no, I wasn't mentioning that person. I was meaning Sammy Guevara who goes around telling everyone he's the best. Really? Um, but this is the thing. No. It's all playing because they've not officially, this is back to what you were just talking about, they're still hint dropping and everyone's putting two and two together, which is acceptable because that's what Dub Z did with Y2J when they brought him back with the Save Us. Except as long as they don't fuck it up like Dub Z did, where they did the Save Us and then it it kept being somebody else coming back uh... and they ran it too long. So for me, and that Y2J thing saved my watching wrestling. But God, it was a slog to get to that point. That was when Jane me and versus Dan... Punk versus Sammy for uh, <laughs> in the world. Oh, I like that. Um, so yeah, so Darby's doing Excuse a clever me, it's job. Ortiz that always goes the best. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd I'd watch that match. Me too. Oops. Give it a C. It M was fine. M muted it myself was... then. Right, uh, moving on. Hikaleo with King Haku versus Lance Archer. Um, <laughs> For the IWGP US Championship, Lance wins with the blackout. Thoughts and scores. 
I really, really, really wanted this to be better than it was. And that's not to say it was bad. It was fine. I, 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 had, I had a good time. I had some good brawling. I like Lance in the ring. He's got good strikes and stuff. It took me a while to get over how massive biblical giant fucking Hikaleo is. Mate. <laughs> um, I, I kind of loved the Haku spot because it's a nerve strike. It didn't seem so oversold or undersold. No, because so the old guy would still know how to do a nerve hold. It doesn't need his strength. It's just knowing how to do it. Yeah, um... Uh, Hikaleo needs to work on his chest slaps. He's not going to make it in Japan with those if he uh, doesn't work on those. But otherwise, solid enough. Biggest superplex I've ever seen. Uh, that's like, you know. <laughs> yes, mate, fair. <laughs> like 13 feet of superplex plus the turnbuckle. Not sure the ending was earned. I'm not sure Hikaleo was battered down to deserve that blackout. But otherwise, I was excited. It was solid. I gave it a C. It was good enough time filler. It was fine enough, young lion versus big lad, you know. Exactly. It was fine. It was a solid C match. I didn't expect much more. I liked the Haku spot. You know, it was solid. I give it a high C. You see, of all the old wrestlers that they have, um, so legends, let's call them legends because I think that's unfair to them. Of, of all the legends they have, bringing out Haku, Haku could have flicked him with one finger because I know of Haku's reputation. And I would have bought if Lance had sold like Shawn Michaels sold for Hulk Hogan. Because Haku has that rep for being one of the real tough guys. Um, real Great. life tough guys. I like what they did. But yeah, I really like what they did. And I like, yeah, you guys made it even better with pointing that out, you know, that doing a nerve hold yeah of course he'd know how to do that wouldn't make any difference that'd still take down lance i enjoyed it i gave it a c much the same as you it was all right it was a solid match yeah so following on from there have you got your pitchforks out boys it was it was a cody backstage interview oh great and malachi black malachi black attacks cody we actually oh, yeah. open. We actually open with a a face turn from Malachi back. So I'm pretty sure that first boot just went straight into Cody's face. <laughs> the one over the chairs. <laughs> then I started cheering for blessed face Malachi. Yeah. Uh, I liked his calmly sort of crouch down and start explaining character. I, I don't think there's a cool character there. I'm excited to see it. The sad thing is, I don't give a fuck about Cody. And there I was cheering on Malachi back. They hit Fuego in the face, and I was like, oh, no, he's not a face. face he's a hit Fuego. can't believe <laughs> yeah. he hit Fuego. I can't believe he hit Fuego. Uh, I like the character work we got from Black. I just wish it was anybody else he was interacting with. Hopefully, this is going to put Cody out for a good long time. Because he's got his wife that's just had a kid. He's got his big show, whatever it's called. Hopefully he just fucks off for a while and then we can enjoy him again when he comes back. Yeah, if this all leads, just to back you up on this, if this all leads to the Cody Rose exit angle, I will yeah. forgive them for virtually everything. If if Black just... Um, Destroys them. Yeah, like if, he did. Like he did with um, Brody. Yeah. I had a mental blank there. Um, yeah, uh, like the Brody one, when we just went... Fuck, guys, that was amazing. So, yeah, fingers crossed. This may gain some points back later. I thought yeah. it was all right. I like watching Alistair Black kick people in the head. 
That's fair. Uh, sorry, yeah. Malachi Black kick people in the head. I like oh, that yeah. round. I like that uh, roundhouse. I think it looks cool. Following it's on, better than a super kick. Yes, yes, God, kick. yes. Uh, following on from that, um, we had a Miro promo. Finally, oh, we're gonna gush. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson is going to suffer God's wrath. He loves it so much. Uh, I just wrote down my favourite lines, which are, as always, God's favourite champion. He said, it's my divine right under the eyes of a vengeful God or something there. And he he thanked his double-jointed wife. (laughs) Double-jointed. He's he's wonderful. I love him. Uh, I'll give it a B. I just can't give it an A because I'm, you know, this is just out of my fucking love for an over-the-top deus vault meme, basically. I think she's written all of this, if I remember correctly. I remember Miro saying something like, no, Lana's helping me completely with this new character. Oh, what a Chad. Oh, she's great. (laughs) So, yeah, this is great. I love him. It's been a complete turnaround for him. I think he's the best mid-card champion you could ask for, in all honesty. I think he's brilliant. For me, it's nice to see them having somewhere actually having the faith in him and letting him go with it. Yeah. Um, and the, the great thing is, in the future, we also know he's really good at doing comedy as well. He yeah. can. He's so versatile. And if they There's do comedy bring, in if these they, promos, if, if yes, but different kind. But if they do ever bring Lana with him, the chemistry between those two, and they just let them be them, the chemistry between those two is just fucking hilarious. I think she would be better once he's lost the belt. If I was going to be any sort of criticism, she could come and console him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, this also proved he doesn't really need someone to do promos for him. That's the thing. No. And she doesn't need to be a wrestler. No. Unless she's playing the babyface in peril wrestler, in which case that's a different thing. Anyway, moving on. Uh, following on from that, we had Private Party and Angelico with Matt Hardy uh, versus uh, Jurassic Express, uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Christian Cage versus Marco. Uh, Christian gets the win with a flock splash. Then Christian gets hit by Blade with the brass knucks. What did you guys think of the match? What score did you give it? Boys, my notes are a collection of messy things that started facetiously, and then we'll see where they go, shall we? First of all, I was uh, I was a little bit mad. There was hardly any Angelico dancing music. Uh, Why? You know, time for him to dance. Dang. So, so, I openingly gave the match a D, going, lol, no Angelico music, that's the important joke for me. And I've, I felt bad for Jurassic Express, as their music is now just, just Jungle Boys music. Uh, I'm not saying they're Genetti's, but here we are. <laughs> we, get, we get a very quick note from Tony Schiavone talking about how they couldn't fit the cutie apology in. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, then I was sort of excited. I was like, can Christian Cage wrestle Angelico? Because we often no criticise Angelico's style, but it's not a one that a lot of people seem to be comfortable with. We got we got a fucking... I hate triple suplex spots. I hate it when somebody lifts three people who are holding each other. I hate it. Almost as much as I hate people being brought in by pulling the rope, but I hate suplexing three people at once. I'm sorry, guys. It's... No, you're right, but... Um, do you remember when, like, Luchasaurus had huge potential and we were really excited for him? Mm. I'm yeah. losing that. This was a weird match, and I'm not gelling with it. I just wasn't gelling with it. I didn't feel it. It wasn't, um... 
I've been crying that we should have a Lucha Style Tagley uh, Trios League since AEW started. And maybe we don't deserve it. Maybe we shouldn't have a Trios Tag League. Uh, and then Blade came out at the end to absolutely fucking mog everybody with his sculpted man He's so ridiculous at the moment. He's so in shape. The lad's done so well. But overall, I gave it a D. I thought it was clusterfucky and I didn't enjoy it. This wasn't the match for me either. I, I, I did not enjoy this and I don't want to disparage anybody in it because I generally like all of the people involved. It was just not good. Sorry, so boys. Like, we don't like Matt Hardy. <laughs> no, he wasn't in, was he? No, he wasn't in this match. You leave Matt Hardy alone. He's all right. He just shouldn't wrestle anymore. Um, but yeah, I gave it. Can a you l- this more? I, I gave it a low C. It was short. Um, it didn't offend me. No, um, but... it, it didn't offend me enough to give it a D, but it wasn't good enough to get a pure C. It was just. Yeah. Short, and I think the wrong guy got the pin. As much as I like Christian, and I think they've been using him well in as as the legend with um, Jungle Boy. Uh, me and the Raptor both actually quite like the way they've used him as more of a yeah, on the same really level than that. And yeah, this just was a bit meh. It's just a bit lame. Wasn't it, that? It, yeah, it it doesn't even get. It's all right, you know. It, yeah. was, it was it was a low. Low C, and it's getting a D overall anyway. It is. Right. Following on from that, Nick Gage promo package. Any thoughts? He's a heel now. Um, Ace Holby is a murderous monster. He did his usual stuff, showed his scary teeth, waved his hand sign around. If a lad, it was solid. I liked it. It got me, it made me understand who Nick Gage is, except as a heel for this plot line, obviously. Solid. Yeah, it was solid. Standards. They're getting really good at these little promos to introduce yeah. new people and whatever. It was good. I give it a C. Right, following on from that, Julia Hart with the Varsity Blondes versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder wins with the Fire Thunder Driver. Thoughts and scores? Four minutes, two seconds. Next Julia... one. <laughs> Julia, uh, Dad, she's very likeable, isn't she? She's She's got a proper happy, smiling she's face. She's baby face energy. Yeah, and then she was dancing around the ring and fucking Thunder Rosa music came on. She came out and I just wrote F's in the chat for Julia. Rosa's really good, obviously. And we got actually got a solid wrestling start. Uh, I quite liked Rosa getting Julia to celebrate and then using that as the distraction to get the landing on her. That's quite creative. Maybe save a cool spot for that when you've got more than four minutes, two seconds, though. Um, Julia got a few spots post that, but it was 90% Rosa. Uh... Gave it a D again? I mean, arguably, it, Julia looked better than your regular squash match, and I came out quite liking Julia. I don't think it's earned more than a D. Wasn't good, was it? You know? Uh, the wrestling was technically all right. Yeah, but it was also a squash, mate. <laughs> so, you know, it's a D from me. Just a squash. I've. It was all right. I gave it a C because it was all right. Um, it I, I think fit, I'm in a similar sort of thing it, with you. I didn't feel like a pure squash, um, and it was nice to see Thunder and nice to see her with the after she's now definitely um, all elite. So yeah, I, I gave it a C, but in reality, I think it mainly got a C because I quite like both women in the match. 
I like yeah I think it it, it edged itself over because I quite like both of them and they both got to show off and it had a couple of nice little bits but overall it wasn't great and Mm. can we have more time for this women's division and actually build some stories for this women's division no we will soon Brandy will be back soon oh fuck I'm hoping she takes as long as Becky Lynch has taken to return. You Actually, that that's, that's it's... not true. I want Brandy to come back and cut promos. I want yeah. Brandy to be Brandy on the show. She's fine as Brandy. I don't want a booking. That's all. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I wanted to come back and cut promos. She's still one of my favourites. She hasn't ruined her promo ability no. for me yet. And yeah, she probably sits in. And I'm quite happy to see a promo off between her and Britt. Preferably then with Brandy revealing whoever it is who's going to fight for her. Because I think a yeah, promo yeah. off between those two would be brilliant. Uh, anyway, it's not anyway, happening. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Mox promo. Thoughts? Moxley. It's their normal good sort of stuff where, where somebody who's been to a JPW gives you a quick run over of who, how, who people are and how they're going to deal with it. I like it. Solid Mox. Yeah, normal thumbs up. <laughs> I liked him complaining about all the like Olympians being able to go over there, but he's not allowed to and stuff like that. I thought it was good. It was great. Mox is good. So then MJF joins commentary for Jericho versus Nick Gage in a no rules match. I believe it was. Um, which is one of the trials of Jericho. Um, also, no member of uh, the Inner Circle is allowed to come down to ringside. Jericho wins with the Judas effect. After that, we'll discuss what happened after that afterwards. Thoughts and scores on the match. Oh, this is a, this is a weird one for me. I'm going to say overall, I had a good time. It, it does yeah. fall into the C rank for me. Uh, we get a great... MJF's lower third saying loving life as he struts out was great. Guys, didn't start a lot with a lot of chemistry or a lot of uh, deathmatch. There was a fucking terrible falcon arrow. Um, <laughs> I think I could yeah, have done better. Let's just say it took a little bit to warm up. I did get excited when the fluorescent tubes came out, even though they didn't get used for ages. It's not really a deathmatch if you don't have fluorescent tubes. You can have the tubes, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure Jericho earned his first set of face bleeding. He just sort of went down in a corner to summon, and then uh, he was bleeding from the face. We got the pizza cutter spots, which are kind of comedy. We got him walking all the ropes, which is what he does. That's part of his gimmick. Mrs. didn't get it, but that's the things he does. Uh, Nick Gage does, in fact, taunt more than Penta, though, doesn't he? Jesus. Mate, <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. Uh, post the uh, pizza cutter forehead cut, we, we we got some blood I thought was uh, at least legit. Uh, Nick Gage spent uh, quite a bit of time looking under the ring for a variety of weapons. I was a bit like, oh, now maybe... Uh, maybe anything. Yeah. Uh, people were chanting, we want tables, didn't get tables. JR buried Nick Gage, but he wasn't on it. It wasn't that highest speed match, but obviously there was a lot of blood and such like in it. Mostly the thing that dragged me off was how much time was spent looking for things under the ring. And he had to actually grab a guy and go, where? Did get a glass plate. Always pleases me. We've got Jericho's buckle fucking poisoned rider again. In fact, yeah. Jericho's pulling that off regularly now. The glass was great. 
Nick Gage's uh, Gotch Pile Driver is actually really, really good. Solid one on the glass. It's brutal. We got a mist. I fucking love a mist. Um, overall, like it was all right. Everything was solid. Other than that one Falcon Arrow, it was a bit slow. I, it's a death match, so you have to actually break the pace down a bit more. I, I was a little bit sad that so much blood came from mediocrity, I almost want to say. Um, not to just, you know, put down the guys in the ring. Obviously, it's brutal. They pull off a lot of cool shit, but there was too much lurking under the ring and too much taunting for me to get really engaged in the match. So I gave it a C out of effort and story work and stuff, but I don't think it earned more than that from me. I'd like to say, first of all, isn't it weird that Deathmatch, you know, like a proper styled Deathmatch, had over a million viewers on TV? Isn't it? Isn't, isn't that, that weird? weird? Yeah, first of all. Um, yeah, this ain't for me. I, I don't care. I find them slow and ponderous, Deathmatches. Uh, like, obviously, it's brutal. Don't get me wrong. They're putting their bodies on the line for this stuff, but it ain't for me. It was, yeah, it was a C for me. It was a match. So it sees all round. Um, the Raptor didn't want to look for the pizza cutter, and it wasn't until I pointed out the fact that what he actually does is drag his knuckles and the handle across Jericho's head that she caught on the second time. I went, oh, yeah, so he does. Which which actually gave Nick Gage a bit of a more thumbs up for me because there's some work in there, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he you're a real, he relied you're a real on, deathmatch guy. You yes. Safe. Yeah, yeah. He relied on the... Um, the blade job earlier to make it look better um mm -hmm. which i did I, I did quite appreciate now i quite like a hardcore match as we know um and we know from when we did our favorites but this was was not um the um the uh, phoenix versus mill or the any of the other of those style of matches that we love from Lucha Underground. Best Friends versus Proud and Powerful. Yeah, Best one. Friends versus Proud and Powerful. Um, or any of some, some of the good ECW hardcore matches. It didn't have that feel. It just felt a little bit like... Maybe it is the deathmatch thing, and I'm not used to deathmatches as such, where they are a little bit too slow. Um, so, yeah, I gave it a C as well. Um it was no, all right. Nothing terrible, just yeah. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so following on from that, we had an MJF promo whereby uh, he announced the next labour of Jericho. And the next labour of Jericho is Juventud Guerrero. Thoughts? Yes. Uh, I... I, I love this because I didn't know who Juventud Guerrero was. The fact they referenced it back to that promo where Jericho said it and MJF didn't know who he was and had to go and Google it. Yeah, and then obviously he went and talked to him because he Googled yeah. it and stuff like it, that. It was great. It kind of got me in on the joke as though I was a little part of it, you know, like when you're laughing next to a poster of people on it. That's that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I have picked the ultimate last challenge uh, in my notes. Yeah, what's the <laughs> ultimate last challenge? Well, who who could not be? Who could Jericho not beat? Yeah, a man, a man who has unanswered victories over Tanahashi Okada, 
and oh, Omega. No. Oh no! Is it Yano? It is Yano the true ace of uh, New Japan? He oh, unanswered victories over Moxley as well. Sweet. Um, uh... No, on the actual bit, I I I was actually down with this. Like I had to look up the guy. He's still going. He's still active, just in like Mexican indie leagues and stuff. So yeah, fuck it. I'm in on the joke. Why not? It's mad this. that Hoovy's still going, because he was so fucking reckless in, in Dubsy Dubs. Uh, On a point of age, Raptor yeah. up, he's a lot younger than you think. Yeah, I know, but still, if you remember any of his matches, he was always nearly killing himself in the frickin' ring. Um, yeah, it should be good. It should be fun. It should be, you know, all right. I need to see what the other labors are. As well, because I'm just interested in how the story yeah, goes no. now. Yeah, it's Yano and Ric Flair. Ric Flair is five, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, I, You know, some of the early Jericho matches I watched were yeah. against people like Hoovertude. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite, you know, if Hoovertude if Guerrero can still go, Guerrero, sorry, can still go, to the same level that Jericho can, if you consider their respective ages yeah, 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 and yeah. that, then this could be a solid match. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I, I would almost hope that they've both aged in the same way and we get something a little bit different. Though I have a feeling that Uber is still just going to throw himself around the ring like God knows what. And we'll just... I like man. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. It got enough of a, it got a pop out of me. I'm not going to say I marked for it, but I, I, it certainly got a pop out of me when he named it. And I liked the way MJF brought it in. Um, as I said, I don't have the nostalgia, but the way they announced it was enough for me to go, oh, okay, fair cop, that's that's good, you know. Yeah. What you need is the tie-in, don't you, really? Yeah. That's all. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, and also, I'm guessing this is another, because I believe, who um, I could be wrong, but I believe Hoovertude is actually in AAA. I could oh, cool. be wrong. I could be wrong, but I think he is. So I think this is another the the um, the cross promotion. Yeah, expanded yeah, yeah. law of wrestling. Expanded law of wrestling. Um, overall, Mister Strange, what are our scores? We've had a few ups, we've had a few downs, but the entire show's pretty much been down the centre of the line. C rank. Yeah, it's been good. We've been entertained. We've been a little bit up. We've been a bit down. We've rolled some eyes. We've got excited, but yeah. Good show. Not great, but good. My time wasn't wasted and I didn't look away from the screen. Yeah, I didn't feel like I wasted my two hours watching this at all. I thought it was solid. You know, this is what I expect from a wrestling show. It was, you know, good. I had some matches I enjoyed. I had some bits I didn't enjoy, but not everything's going to be for me. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's 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 a three-ring circus. Um, interesting this week. I know from last week where it built up. This week it it started high and then um, chilled Slow out. Down. But yeah, yeah. I, yeah, it wasn't terrible. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm still looking forward to, and I, I have a feeling we are going to go into a little bit of a mini AEW holding pattern for the rest of this month, where you don't want to do anything to. But there's going to be eyes on the product, so you need to be. They need to be clever at the minute. They need to carry mm-hmm. on their storylines. I don't yeah. think they should be stalling at all. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I meant with trying to bring in new, new things. I think keep your storylines ticking over, but keep them being strong. And I want to see more Hangman Page. 
so there you have it that's our reviews for the week i don't believe we've got any questions or anything Sadly not. No. Either of you have anything interesting you want to discuss or th throw to our round table, or are we just going to head to sign off? What would you do for the last Jet 2 Jericho? Oh, I like uh, it. The... Yeah. Hey, he's Jericho. got to win, hasn't he? He yeah, has obviously. to win. Oh, right, I'm in on this. <laughs> yeah. What would you do? Okay, how about we say one silly one and one sensible one? Okay. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Okay, I don't want anybody. I need a free agent. Uh, let me think. Yano is my silly one, and I honestly think you could give Jericho a win over Yano by taking him back to his Healy shenanigan side. I think you could have a great, hilarious match there, and Yano, Yano's cushions, Yano's Yano to get wet the win. Yeah. Um, who's who's a good final one? Mm. I've got my sensible final one. If you want I've me to do that, sense. what do you think? Do you want to do your Come one on. first, Muir, just in case I we was, do the same? I was thinking it'll either be uh, Lance Storm or... Ken Shamrock. Or oh, it could be oh. Ken Shamrock as well. Yeah, Those are the ones I would expect, because I think this is Jericho hanging up his boots, sort of, you know. His oh, you think off tour? Yeah, yeah. You call, you called you called my one. Yeah, Lance Storm, uh, Jericho's yeah. first ever match. You can pull Lance Storm out of retirement for one match. Yeah. But, or it could be Dean Malenko because he has been backstage quite a bit, so you know he is I, working there. I'm not sure if Dean's able. I don't know if he's had to, uh, if he's one of the. Ha I don't think he would have had to retire because he didn't have. He's a bit like Jericho. They are both have a ring style that is conducive to a long surviving. Yeah, yeah a long a career. So yeah, I, I, Dean Malenko is an interesting one, and we know he's a backstage. And then if Jericho can redo the Man of a Thousand and Three Holds promo <laughs> as part of it. Uh... I, I no, I wouldn't care. I also see uh, somebody else mentioned this because they were joking in one of the comment sections of what if Jericho is just slowly going to regress through all of his gimmicks in this? Because so he did the painmaker, and then he'll, then he'll then he'll then he'll do yeah. the list of Jericho, and he'll regress. And they brought in Hoovertude too early for that one because you could go back to Lionheart for um, either of the he other two. He could fight Kevin Owens next week when he's released. <laughs> <laughs> Get back oh. his friendship feud. Oh, God. What you, think you think they're releasing all these people and they're keeping Kevin Owens? I've got terrible news oh, for you. Oh, uh, right. So, so I, I just wanted to point something out. I meant to mention this earlier when we talked about Adam Cole. Just quickly, because yeah. it's just jumped into my head. So I said about Adam Cole, you know, that his contract, they were like, oh, wait, we better start doing something about Adam Cole's contract that expires in December. What, the one that expired in last week but we've also got the um yeah alistair black it's fine he's on a 90 day no compete oh oh, oh what he's on a 30 day no compete oh yeah there is some serious going wrong in the backstage um so yeah it's aj's contract up so i'm steve i'm gonna steal the silly one that we discussed in our our, our chat previously which is jericho's last um labor will be that he has to retire rick flair I, th I think that could be done, and I think it would actually work. I think that would actually be kind of cool. 
Oh, who else? <laughs> they're, they're, they could have him in an actually injured match against Ryback. Actually injured match? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, running out, I'm running out of ones I can rip on, if I'm honest with you, boys. I'm going to have to come up with I'm a I'm going to go with the insane clown posse, because you went with the clown maker gimmick last week. So, you know. <laughs> <They> just... <laughs> clown maker. Um... I reckon you could get him in a Carter match. Oh no, they're both of them on a Japanese. It's perfectly alright. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm shocked you went for a Carter and you didn't go for somebody else. Naito doesn't fit as much. as much as I love my boy. He's not known as that big main event man as like you know over in America. He's, he doesn't tick that uh, final boss feel for them. No. No, he doesn't. I wonder as much if, as I... If, if you could do, like, put a gauntlet match where Jericho's got to go through all of the new signees, but the problem is that Jericho's got to win. There's just too many new signees. You'll never do it. Yeah. But There'll be a... a new one every week. <laughs> it's just... a week. This is where they'll find um... out that Bray Wyatt's no-compete is actually a fortnight. That's what I was about to say. We'll go with Yano and a... Jericho Funhouse match for the set for the final one. Oh, that'd actually be quite cool. Yeah, I'd go. I'd with that. enjoy having a social it's breakdown of it's Jericho's. Compete doesn't mean he can't write. That is true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a hard one. I think it'll be good though. Yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. Uh, they're pulling out things that are interesting. Yeah, they're not just generic matches. They're actually something a bit different, which yeah, is it's, good. Yeah, it's not what we expected, which was we thought he would just have to go through the pinnacle. Yeah, the pinnacle or the inner circle. Yeah. Well, the inner circle one, I, I actually appreciate why they didn't do that, because... Um, You're burying them, basically. Well, not even that. Right, yeah. Not even that, because they'd just do the finger poke of doom and we'd all be in on the joke. Yeah, fair. But that's, you know what I mean? They're this brotherhood. They would literally come out one after another and just lay down for him. And we'd all laugh and giggle and pop about, you know, well, I'm not saying we pop, but you know, we did. We'd all yeah. laugh and giggle at the fact of, you know, MJF wrote himself into a dumb corner. But I don't think that actually helps anyone. We'll, we'll, no. we'll chuckle at it for five minutes and then go, do you know what? In the grand scheme of things, that helped nobody. I was stupid, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where they come. And if they keep pulling these names out, well, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. <laughs> so, they... <laughs> there you have it. That's our show for the weekend. I'd like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and YouTube as Wrestle Opinionated. Over to you, Mr. Muir. Thank you very much for listening. The G5 stars just started in stardom. If you want to watch some good female wrestling, uh-huh. if you want to send in any questions, please send them to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com, wrestleop on Facebook, or wrestleop1 on Twitter. Over to you, Strange. Please like, share, subscribe, hammer your face into any button which gives us extra notice and extra applause. We fucking love it. Uh, yeah, please do all the different things that uh, help spread this wonderful message and wonderful show. We appreciate you listening. Thank you very much for being here with us. 
headphones are running out. Over to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night. <laughs>